Hey, welcome to church this morning. It is so good to see you here. And uh, hey, we're doing something a little bit different today. We're having a panel and I've got three amazing people up here with me. Yes, come on. Alex, Marita and Isaac. We'll, we'll meet them in a second. But hey, I just wanted to talk about today's theme is Disciples Gather. And I, I absolutely love that. I read the Bible and there's no such thing in the Bible as a lone ranger Christian. You know, sometimes we can think we're like the, the old rider on the range, you know, that cowboy just riding into the sunset by himself. Hey, it's just me and Jesus. But in the Bible, there's no such thing as a lone ranger Christian. The Bible talks about us together as God's family. And Pastor John actually quoted an amazing scripture just before. We've been adopted as his children. And children are in a family, and we're all in a family together. Um, the Bible also talks about God's church and God's people as His holy temple. And uh, we're living stones, the Bible calls us, living stones of a temple. And God's building us into the building where He can actually live amongst us, right? So there's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. So our prayer for you is that everyone that calls C3 Powerhouse their home would just have feel loved, would feel connected in, would have the sense that, hey, I'm part of community. I'm part of this community of faith. I have a part here and I belong. And uh, how cool is that? Disciples gather. And you know what? That's on us sometimes to make sure that we are gathering. And I'm just going to get the guys to put up a verse up on the screen behind me. It's from Acts chapter 2. Okay, because when we talk about disciples gathering, um, we follow the biblical model here at C3 Powerhouse. And it says this, um, they devoted themselves, okay, so devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. So that they devoted themselves to fellowship. My old dad used to have a saying, what's fellowship? It's two fellows in the one ship. And so... Moving down to verse 46, so we're two fellows in the one ship. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts, and they broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts. And listen, so I love this next bit. Praising God, enjoying favor of all the people, and the Lord added to their number daily those who are being saved. I absolutely love that. But so we follow a biblical model here at C3 Powerhouse. We meet together in the temple. Granted, we don't meet every single day. Um, we could do that if you want to, um, but most people have like work and family and all that kind of stuff. So we meet on Sunday. The reason we meet on Sunday actually is because Sunday is the day that Jesus rode from the dead, Resurrection Sunday. That's why we meet on Sunday. So we meet together, we gather together. But who knows that, hey, when you're sitting in your seat looking at the person's head in front of you, they might be very attractive heads, but you can only get to know them so much. So we also follow the biblical matter of, um, um, of meeting in homes together. Okay, so, and it's just as important that, hey, we're connected at a kind of a more meaningful level, as well as gathering together to celebrate and to worship and to see people come to faith in Christ. But also we meet together in homes, one another, we care for one another, we love another, all that kind of thing. So we're talking about gathering today, and I have these amazing people here. Hey, Alex, how are you doing? I'm going to get Alex to introduce herself in a second, but I actually, I especially like Alex, and... The reason for this is Alex knew me when I was a teenager, and she still likes me today. Well, actually, that might be a bit much, Alex. She still loves and accepts me today. 
No, you like me, right? Hey, just introduce yourself, Alex. How long have you been coming to church? What's your story? Good morning, everyone. Um, I've been coming here for just over eight years, and we moved up from Brisbane and came to C3 Powerhouse, and um, with my amazing husband, Terry, and our daughter, Jess, and um, yeah, that's my story. Awesome. Awesome. And we have Marita here. And Marita likes me as well, so that's cool. Pretty much everyone on the panel likes me, so that's pretty good. And I love Marita. Marita and Russell are amazing. Marita's married to Russell. I, I used to say, if I grow up, I want to be like Russell. And like, um, and he's shaking his head. He always did. That's what made that joke fun. Hey, introduce yourself, Marita. If anyone here doesn't know Marita Smith. Yeah, hello. I'm Marita. And yes, I'm married to the amazing Russell. And we've been coming to this church over 25 years. Amazing. Um, we've got four grown children, and between them and their partners, I have nine grandchildren. So, pretty yeah. wrapped about that. Who doesn't love Russell and Marita? Don't answer that, but maybe give them a cheer if you do love them, hey? So faithful. And here on the end, I, I know what you're thinking. We've got Isaac on the end. You're sitting there thinking, how is it possible to have two so attractive young men on stage at the one time? But... But let me just say, Isaac's like me. He's actually reflecting his beautiful wife's good looks. And so if you it's dig true. a little, you know, like I look at my wife and I'm just reflecting my wife's good looks. But no, Isaac is a very attractive young man, isn't he? Look at him. Tell us your story, <laughs> you're Isaac. Gonna, you're going to make me blush on stage. <laughs> <laughs> um, my story. Um, yeah, hi, my name's Isaac, as Pastor Jeremy just said. Um, so I started coming to this church when I was 11 years old with my parents. And then when I was 21-ish is when I really kind of threw myself in the deep end and started following Jesus with all my heart. And then it's been history ever since. Awesome. And you're studying to be a doctor. That's correct. Whoa. Come on. Good fun. So so if we're talking about community and connection um, with others within the church family, uh, why is that important to you guys? Maybe we'll go, we'll all answer this one. Why is that important to you, Alex, do you think? Oh, I think like community is joining together, and um, in a small group community, you know one another, you yep. love one another, you share each other's lives, and um, you're in each other's lives. And yep. I, look, I just I think community is very important, and yep. more, even more so in a small group in your church. Yep. It's just it's vital. It's like a lifeblood for me. Yep. Awesome, awesome. Marita. Yeah, um, I just have this conviction that we do life better together. Yeah. And um, I love coming into church, you know, the worship, the word, we get the vision. But then when we go into the small groups, we nut out the vision. We, we have an opportunity to share our doubts or our struggles, and, uh, but also our wins. And we're just doing life together. We pray together. And, um, I, and then when we come back to church, we feel even more united yeah. with, the, awesome. with our beautiful church as well. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, I would probably say, like, all of those things. And then just over the years, just, like, um, reading the Word, I guess it's become just glaringly obvious that that is the, the biblical way, is gathering together. And the fact that... Jesus, I guess, paid the price so that we can gather together, um, really just speaks so much to me, and it just gives me a healthy conviction, like you said, to always want to gather together, whether I feel like it or I don't, and then, of course, you start to see the fruit of it, and that makes you want to gather even more, so it's good. 
Cool. Yeah, so, so the, the, the biblical model is gathering together connection and, and probably the best uh, example of that we have is groups. Um, so how long have you guys been going attending groups? And, and I, I, I kinda, I, I'm going to ask you a question. What was the first group or the first memory of group that you may have? Because there's, there's some funny ones. My first memory was actually I, um, I uh, straight after school moved to Sydney and did Bible college down there. My first memory of group is actually in the lounge room of the place that I was living, a bunch of young guys, all 17 or 18-year-old, and we just worship together, pray for each other. We just spend hours on a Wednesday night at our group just praying for one another. And um, we just motivate each other just to kind of follow the call that God had placed on all of our lives. And that's my first memory. And that's like a 19... 19- 93 or something like that. I was born in 1993. No, I, <laughs> I won't throw that out there. Thank you. Hey, Alex, so what's your first... <laughs> All right. Okay, how do you come back from that? Okay, so I've been going to... So before we came here, we are in a C3 in Brisbane. Yep. And um, so for 29 years, I've been going to Connect Group. Wow. And my first memory was, was going to... Somebody invited me, for starters, and that girl is still one of my close friends to this day, even though she's in Brisbane and I'm up here. But it was just... Um, first of all, it was relationships. So I got to know people that I couldn't get to know in the church environment. Right. And that was where I learnt the foundation for my faith. So I learnt to pray for people. I learnt to... Um, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. We talked about being water baptised. What was that? I didn't know what that was. What is that? And the group would come around. And anything that we were going through, whatever it was, that group of people who, who became very good friends were there to pray for me and love me and encourage me as I did for them. Awesome. So good. So good. Well, we've been uh, involved in connect groups. We worked it out um, 35 years, and uh, that's more than half my life. I just need to say more. Maybe not so much Russell, but mine. Uh, Our first memory of connect group is uh, we came to the Lord in our 20s. And four months later, uh, we had a, na- a neighbour who was kind of disciple, and she said, you should start a connect group. Had no idea what that meant, but uh, told our pastors. He bought some uh, more mature Christians there for a month to just make sure we don't go off track. But when we came to the Lord, we were all in. We were all in. And so every night of the- we had it on a Wednesday night. Every night of the week, we were studying the word. We were listening to cassettes because they were cassettes then. You might need to explain that to some of the millennials. (laughs) Podcasts. Yeah, Yeah. well, we were right in the beginning of that. And prayed and I'd have a special prayer meeting before it. And uh, so when that Wednesday night came, we had a message. We'd only learned it the week before, but we had a message. We did worship together. And uh, just, of course, we made many mistakes. But in that, the Connect Group grew and we saw some incredible miracles. But it was at that time that I just had this conviction, apart from your devotional life, it's church and groups. And I've never changed from that conviction. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. Awesome. Uh, I started um, in a Connect Group here with the lovely Michael Fermilac, who was my first Connect wow. Group leader. Yeah. Um, a group of four young guys, and 
I feel for him now. I'm more thankful now probably than I was then because <laughs> he had a tough task. I think it was four guys that were a bit shady and still kind of in that like part of life where you're still trying to like Work go through the muck. And, yeah. But he would always take us down to Coco's down at Caramundi and we'd get the two-for-one brekkie and just chat and he taught us the SOAP acronym and all that good stuff. So I got some really good memories of the early days before... Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's awesome. And so, so really, like, all three of you guys, I, I kind of, this is an awesome question, actually, in hindsight, because, like, so groups have been absolutely foundational for your Christian walk. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, hey, and the other thing, too, like, I know for me, um, even looking back at that original group, I'm still in contact with some of the guys yep. from that original group I went to back in 1993. Um, <laughs> How about you guys? Do you still, do you know the people that you, like, even back then in the first groups? Yeah? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's so cool, isn't it? Like, and, and just yeah. those relationships and mm. Marita's about to Maybe say some may have passed because they were a lot older than me, but yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> there was well, 35 years heaven. ago, though, wasn't it, Marita? It's all good. <laughs> Isaac wasn't even born then, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so, so what are some of the, some, some of the okay, so to see the key um, facets that um, gathering with other people in a smaller setting like a group, so, so what are the key things and, and, and key things that you love and over the years that you've experienced um, through that, through doing that? So like I said, with, with my, that, that first group that I remember, just, just being motivated together to chase after the call of God for our lives. And uh, I, I really remember that, and we're just all hungry to just grow and to serve God. What's some of the other stuff that you guys have found? And maybe a couple of stories that like, really cemented what maybe going to a group has done in your life. Yeah, right. Um, I would have said number one is the friendships. You know, like I, we still do have beautiful connections with people um, 30 years ago. Yep. Yeah, from 30 years, you know, yep. like, and, uh, but, um, I would say it was within the connect group that we learnt how to hear from God. And we were also, it was a safe space to actually go and pray for somebody and encourage them. And, and, you know, we didn't call it prophetic word, but we called it a word of encouragement. And uh, I I just, I grew a lot in the ministry side within our connect group, you know. Yeah. And, and we're C3 powerhouse, right? So we believe in the gifts of the Spirit, right? So, I, I mean, I reckon every single group that we have, we should be praying for each other, but we should be releasing the spiritual gifts, prophesying over each other, praying for one of, praying for healings and praying for miracles and believing for God to move, right? And we have seen many miracles and some words of encouragement or prophetic word over them. We've seen, I've seen people baptised in the Holy Spirit within, you know, with the spiritual gifts. It's awesome. So cool. That is so good. Yeah, we're we're probably the, the same, just getting a chance to like go for it and just... It's much more comfortable to pray for people in a small group and yeah. just kind of get, becomes more natural. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that we've seen just be powerful over the years is people sharing their stories. I remember yeah. one night, um, it was just one of those nights you reflect on, and you're like, man, that was just like God ordained, but we had someone in our group just sharing a really vulnerable testimony about something that they went through um, that was quite serious. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, we had someone um, brand new to our Connect group that nobody knew was going through the exact same thing. And it wasn't until this person is talking about this story, and I, I won't mention, mention it just for 
confidentiality sake, but like as she was sharing this story, you could just see that person leaning in and they got to have a conversation afterwards. And it really did, like there's a, yeah, there's a, there's a child alive today because of that conversation. And it, um, yeah, things like that is when I reflect and I'm like, yeah, if we, if we didn't run group that night, who knows what the outcome would have been. So yeah, it's powerful. That's awesome. And that, that's one thing we talk about in our groups is, is getting freedom and healing through those groups, right? And um, th- th- there's a saying, if we don't deal with our past, it'll sabotage our future. And often within groups like that, just sharing and being real and authentic about what you're going through and um, the stuff you're going through in your life, that brings tremendous healing, doesn't it? And just freedom. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I also remember pretty much too, the first time I ever prayed out loud was probably in group. And I remember like, I, I know I've got a big booming voice and all of that, but I remember like as a 17 year old or 18 year old being in group and just being like, oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and that's totally cool because you, you learn to pray and you learn to, but actually learning to exercise the gifts and, and your faith by praying out loud or declaring and praying for people is so cool. It's so awesome. Alex. Oh, I just, so I've got a group of girls and they're just, it's our connect group. It's not my connect group, it's our connect group. And we are all a part of the connect group and everybody brings their own um, personality and their own walk with God to that group. And we all have different gifts and that's just the way, that's how God works it out and that's what's so great about group. But we often have, I, I try to four times a year have a praise and worship night and I tell the girls and I say, you know, we need to lean into this. So bring whatever it is that you're believing for. And we just praise and worship. And it's awesome, you know. And the girls open up and they pray for one another. They lay hands on one another. And it's really encouraging their gifts as well. Because it's, it's not just about each individual person. It's about our group and encouraging them to grow and prosper and be all and everything that God has intended for them to be. And that's a great thing. when you, Yeah. It's the we, isn't it? It is the we. Absolutely, it's the we. I couldn't do it by myself. I'd be so lonely. (laughs) But but we kind of tend towards that, don't we? Like, it's kind of me and... But when we get the we happening, there's power in that. I, I just wanted to make one other mention too. When people in our group have gone through crisis... The love and the connection and the care, they're like, the connect group just swarms around them and, and loves on them and cares for them. I mean, that is just, it really can carry you through some big crisis in life. Yeah, totally right. And, and again, that's the Bible in action, isn't it? It's like the Bible says, hey, the Bible doesn't talk about one or two pastors um, caring for everyone. The Bible talks, hey, we're all called to each other and we're all called to love one another and care for one another and um, yeah I, I, I actually I remember because me and Marita used to be in a group together and um, we had the twins and they're born early and we nearly lost one of them and all that but I just I, I specifically just remember the amount of the meals the love the visits just all of that stuff and you know you, you're going through things and it's just so good to know that there's the we. Yeah, totally right. In, any other stuff that you guys... Well, it's, you were saying it's like natural, like I guess, um, in ourselves to kind of self-isolate. Yeah. And I think that's because it, it, it so is the way of the world, but the kingdom's always opposite. Yeah. yeah. And so like it is that natural drawback thing that we have 
but it's not the biblical way. And I always have that David Attenborough like film scene in my head of the tiger chasing the, the herd of gazelles or whatever. And you see the one just like get away from the group and instantly that's where the lions go. And so I always just think about that. I'm like, it's a safety net. It's a place where you have protection and it just, I always have that picture. I'm like, I don't want to be isolated. It's easy picking, so it helps. And so, so, okay, how does that look in a group setting then? I think just that vulnerability factor, coming in and being like, hey, like, I, I struggled to get here tonight and I'm going through this, this, this. Yeah. Having someone pray for you, having someone encourage you. Mm-hmm. And really quickly you realise that you, you get back in the pack yeah. and you start to be more open and vulnerable and that just keeps you safe, I think. And then you can go and then be that for someone else. Yeah. Yes. And, and it really does become this, this pack nature, like a family. Um, it really keeps everyone safe and keeps everyone yeah. moving in the right direction. So, so true. Yeah. And then the, then the other bit too, hey, when you're in a group, the, the leaders are committed to praying for you. Mm, yeah. Mm. And uh, that's important. But, but too, that extends out, yeah. doesn't it? And you're yeah, praying yeah. for one another. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going through something, prayer is probably the most yes. powerful thing that you can do, right? And um, it's just so cool knowing you're going through stuff. You have a bunch of people that are praying for you, believing with you, yeah. and seeing miracles happen, like Marita said, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, that's so cool. If I can just say, we have, um, how I look after my girls is we have a WhatsApp. So, and, and I love it because we are all constantly on there. So if somebody has a prayer request, everybody jumps on, praying for you, believing for you. They'll, they'll share scriptures. They're constantly sharing a word for the day that they've got or, or a Bible reading. We, we are just, I am so, I'm so encouraged because... At organically and naturally, we all love and look after one another. And if there is a crisis, and you know that that happens, that's life. Um, as a connect group, we are able to um, feed, love, support, encourage, babysit, pick up kids, whatever is needed. That's what our group does, and that's what we do for one another because we love one another. Incredible! 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 So good. So, so, okay, so you guys all run groups, luckily, run groups. Um, for someone that doesn't go to a group, what do you actually do in groups? Because this is kind of cool. I, I, I do, I do want to do this because even if you attend a group, it's good to know that each group is different. And um, the groups actually, like, take on the personality of, of the people in that group. And so how does your group look, Alex? Oh. Yeah. Food. First and foremost, there's food. I love seeing what someone walks on, through the door you had, with. You had me like, at food. Sorry? You had me at food. Yes, food. And we, that's the other thing we do is just to break the year up a little bit, we'll often just have a social night and every, we just have a potluck dinner. Everybody bring dinner. Let's just chat and see where everyone's going in life at the moment. But yeah, mostly we, we start with, um, I actually open my group up a little bit earlier um, so that everyone, anyone can come and have a cuppa first and, and just that social time because as girls we like to talk a lot. So the girls, I open up my home half an hour earlier. Come on in if you can come. Come and have a chat first and then we start group. And that is, um, we open in prayer. We usually open in prayer and uh, we share something. And I don't always do it. Part of me seeing growth in the girls is for them to share something. So I had one of my beautiful girls come to me and she said, oh, I'd really like to do a bit more exploring into the Lord's Prayer. And I said, you know what? That's a great idea. How about you go and do it and then you can share it with the group? 
and I want to see where, and, I, and you know, that's going to allow me to see so much about her life and her walk with God, and she's sharing it next Connect Group, and I cannot wait to hear it because I know it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. So we always finish our year with a big meal, and we go around and we celebrate all that God has done. And we're going to kick off our Connect Group as another with another meal, and we're going to share our goals and pray. And then we can be accountable through the year how we're going. Um, I, too, open my home up a little bit earlier just for those who'd like to come in for a cuppa and uh, a little bit more chat. So love doing that. And, yeah, pretty well similar in a way. We'll sit and share our wins or our struggles and there's prayer and we get around the word and worship and pray for one another. Yeah. And also I have a, um, a, a it's not Connect, the messenger group. And that's, you know, Connect is that night, but it's all the interactions through the week in this uh, conversations where we can encourage and pray for each other. So good. Yeah, we, um, we meet uh, normally like once a fortnight. Lately we've been, we kind of have kind of, uh, depends on the season really. Like for a while there we really had like a lot of worship nights, prayer nights, and that was amazing. And we'll probably go back to that at some point, but we've just been running courses lately and normally it just looks like coming together, chatting as, as is good, and then always prayer and just getting to kind of pray for each other's needs and then just chatting around a course. And we've just found so much fruit come from that. So, yeah, we found it really good. And we're just kicking off Christian Essentials, aren't yeah. we? So, yeah. so we developed this course that follows on from Alpha um, for, for, for people to learn about the foundations of Christian essentials, okay? So, uh, Christian living, sorry, so Christian essentials. But we thought, you know what, wouldn't it be cool to do that? All our groups that want to do it, make it available and run through that and, and, and talk about, hey, this is how we pray, this is how we read the Bible, this is why we fast and all these things. It's, it's super, super cool. Our group's a bit different, actually, because me and Lisa run a group for young um, families. And so young families, obviously, with little kiddies and little toddlers and stuff, find it hard to get out at night. So we do a Zoom group at, on a Wednesday night, and so everyone puts their kids in bed. Then we all jump on Zoom, and, and we'll be doing Christian Essentials on there as well. And it's just kind of cool, because like, otherwise, hey, man, like, if we had everyone's kids in our house, there'd be like something like 20-something kids all running around at 8 o'clock at night, and that doesn't work. But what we do do then is we meet kind of once every kind of couple of months together, hang out together in person. So that's how we look. And, and so many different groups. Also, too, there are a couple of courses running this term as well, okay? So, so we do believe, hey, one thing I reckon is we do a Steps to Freedom course, and, and uh, that is so helpful. If you're struggling in an area of your life and you need breakthrough in an area, you need freedom somewhere, hey, it's Consider doing the Steps to Freedom course. That is so helpful. And the other one, too, um, we're, we're, we're doing is the Gentles are running Money Matters this, this, ter this term. And that is so powerful. Hey, if you want to learn how to budget, maybe you want to learn how to buy a house or something like that, go along to this course. We've seen so much fruit of just getting a, a biblical kind of revelation of finances. And uh, Michael and Kate Gentle are running that. And they are absolute legends. Legends. Yeah, totally cool. Hey, so, so just about to finish, what would you say to someone that doesn't go to a group at the moment? Maybe they're saying, hey, I'm too busy, or maybe I don't know anyone, I'm, I'm too nervous to go, maybe, maybe it is, hey, I'm, oh, I've got too many kids, I can't, just can't do it. What would you say to someone who's not going to a group as a final word? Yeah, I, I can go. I, I, there's a lot of different reasons, but I think one thing that 
makes me um, have an urgency to get to group every time, no matter the situation is. Yeah. Just that analogy of being one body. And yeah. I mean, like even in a medical sense, I think about if you have a splinter in your toe and you're a toe, like you need an eye to see the splinter. You need a hand to pluck it out. You need a nervous system to even know that you have a splinter in your toe. Like if you, I, I don't know if you know anyone that's got a diabetic foot and they can't feel it. Half the problem is they stub their toe, they get an injury and they have no idea it's there. Wow. And then it gets infected and then the infection grows and then you lose a toe. And so I, I think about it. I'm like, if I am a foot in the body of God, I need a hand and I need an eye Great. and I need a head. And so it makes me get to there so because good. it says like, there's just that, that, I guess, nature and the fear inside of me that it says even the elect may be deceived. Yeah. And I just want to have that culture and that nature and the humility to have someone come into my life and be like, hey, I love you, but I just see this thing. And, and some, I mean, we don't have mirrors to see what's behind us and things like yeah. that. So I just, I come to group and I just love people being able to so speak good. into my life and, and really just help me. So that's why I have urgency to meet together. So. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. Mine was just, I think if I was talking to someone, um, just say, look, just take the first step. Because yeah, right. I get a bit nervous, you know, when you're going yeah. to new things. And I, I probably would say also, you know, pray that God gives you the right connection, yeah. you know. Awesome. And uh, also, look, if it doesn't work, that you're not locked in. Yeah. You, can, yeah, you know, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and if you're unsure but you see, oh, that's a leader, yeah. maybe have lunch with them or a coffee with them first. Awesome. So then by the time you, get, you come in, you're not going to be as nervous. Uh, for people that have children... I don't know, but we had four, four littleies and we held it at our place. <laughs> and that kind of worked as yeah. well. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, there's just, just different work, ways. Right? Yeah. yeah. But just take a step. Like, yeah. oh, because once you step into it, it's going to go, wow. Yeah, Why totally don't you do right. this earlier? You know? Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Alex? Because you guys live a very busy full life, right? Yeah. Well, look, if someone came to me and said, I'm too busy, I would say, well, when are you free? <laughs> Because in a, group, in a church of this size, there are so many groups. Like yours is Zoom. That's, how yep. easy is that? If you've got small children or I can't do a night, well, there's morning groups, there's weekend groups, there's midday groups, there's men's, women's, couples. You know, I was just speaking to um, lovely Beck before and, and they just move it around because they've all got young children, so they change houses so that everyone has an opportunity to have, you know, at their house and their children are asleep so they can actually <laughs> relax. <laughs> um, yeah, but that's what I would say is, well, when are you free? And, and if it was someone wanting to come to my group because they were a little bit nervous, I would probably try and meet up with them and take someone from the group. Yeah. So the first night they turned up, there's two people that they know. They know me and one other. And we would love them and make them feel comfortable and welcome. Awesome. Hey, thank you so much, guys. That is so cool, right? That's so cool. They're going down now. Hey, I'll get Josh up in a second, but just want to encourage that in us. Hey, we, we, the God's plan for us is not that we should be alone, but it's that you should belong, that you would feel a sense of community, that you would feel connected in, and that you would be doing life with other Christians that are believing in you and praying for you. And, and, and like I said, the best expression of that at C3 Powerhouse is in our groups. And I see so many 
great group leaders. We've got great group leaders sitting in here, the Millses, uh, Steve and Robin Frederick. I'm seeing guys here that just run incredible groups. We have so many good groups. And I encourage you, if you're not in a group, jump in one. And uh, like these guys said, hey, look, if you don't know someone, grab, grab a coffee with one of the leaders before you go there and uh, get to meet them uh, you will not regret doing that, getting connected, and, and it's so important. Um, the, also, the way you can do that to find a group, because we have groups all through the week. We have groups all over the coast. We have groups for everyone. We've got men's groups, women's groups. We've got mixed groups. We've got some groups of meeting online. We've got groups, groups, groups. I can find you a group. I like, I'll find anyone a group. I don't care. I'll just do it. But um, hey, if you want to find a group, Sharon and the team are going to be out in the foyer after the service. Just follow the big balloons. Grab Sharon, but don't grab her too hard, just gently, and just say, hey, I want to be in a group, Sharon. And you can meet some of the team, and they'll find, help you find a group. Hey, that is so cool. Hey, thank you so much for listening to me. I'm going to welcome Pastor Josh up. <laughs>